If you like what we're doing at Neozaz.com, we kindly ask you to take just a few minutes to check out our new Patreon page. Patreon is an opportunity to support the show and help us produce more specials, series, and events in the future. Check out patreon.com slash neozaz to see our milestone goals for the future of the show and the network and the perks and bonuses offered at our different levels of support. We love creating content at Neozaz and love doing these shows. We have a lot more we'd like to do and with this new Patreon page, we look forward to starting those projects very soon. To learn more, visit patreon.com slash neozaz. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash n-e-o-z-a-z. Listening to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello, and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Yay, so Pass the Popcorn. Oh, I heard Luigi in there a little bit. <laughs> it's our one year anniversary. We needed to change it up for our one year. The the other guy will be back next time. Okay, all right. One year, Tim? One year. Our first episode, according to um, iTunes, our first episode was released on May 28th of last year, which today is June 1st of this year. And the reason why we're kind of late with this one, we, I've been having some major computer problems and glitches and everything was and messed up. Diarrhea. And, and some bloody diarrhea. No. <laughs> so hopefully this is working right now. We tried last night with Dave was going to be here. And for some reason, we were fine. But then we couldn't. He- Tim couldn't hear us. You couldn't no, hear. I could hear. Yeah. Oh, yes. What? Wait. So- <laughs> I thought you. Oh, I couldn't hear you, but yes. you could hear me. And Correct. yeah, and it- <laughs> I was just like, it got to a point where I'm just like, fuck it. Yeah, it was getting. We were just getting tired of trying everything in our, in our, you know, possible. But hopefully everything worked. My Skype was out for a while. I, we unplugged some shit, plugged it back in, and as of right now, knock on wood, yeah, nothing's nothing's happening. So we're gonna try. This to- is this is literally like our fourth attempt at trying to record this damn episode. Yeah, so hopefully you know it's a good one. Um, some of the movies. Mm, uh, we got some. We got some. We got some good movies, and we have movies that people probably have gone to see. So uh, true. Uh, I mean, there's. They're not. We might. We may not be reviewing them as highly as a good movie might be reviewed, but. Uh, but we will be. This, uh, these, these are these are movies that people have seen. This isn't. This isn't like a. This isn't like a, a beginning of September list of movies, <laughs> where, where no one goes to the theaters. Do you wa- do you want to give your your new thing now, or wait till we actually start grading the movies? Well, let's let's go over that. Um, I've Chris and I we've we, for those who listen to our show, right? God damn it! I keep trying to bring up the text message that I sent you. Here, yeah, um, I, I, I have been a calling. Um, I have Chris heard. and I have been talking. If you've heard the last <laughs> fucking shit, <what's> that? <laughs> that was from, from from Jeff McGee. I think he said. Oh yeah, Jeff McGee. You text me right then and there. Uh, and we, we had, we had actually tried to get Jeff McGee from Marvin dog media to, to come on to talk about one of the movies, uh, last week when we were trying to do this. Yeah. Uh, but Chris and I have been talking and joking around over the past few episodes of not really having a very scientific way of 
grading our movies in terms of our popcorn numbers. And this week I decided to come up with something that we can, we can have a, an actual guideline to go to go with when we grade our movies with my popcorns. You're right. Yes. Yes. It's pretty good. And I'm going to forget how it goes as we, as we go on. <laughs> well, this is something that we're going to have to write down and keep and just keep a note. So the, at some point, Chris, just write this down on a three by five card and keep it there by your computer. That way, you know okay. how, how to do it. And we'll post, we'll also post this on our Facebook page for our 170 people that are fans of Facebook. By the way, if you're a Facebook fan, Please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, we appreciate you on Facebook, but if you go and leave reviews on iTunes for us, it'll hopefully hopefully lift our ratings up, and uh, people can, or I should say, lift our uh, visibility up, and more people who are not familiar with this show or even Star Wars and character, our flagship, uh, can see us on on iTunes, and hopefully we'll get some new listeners for both this show. And Star Wars in character. Yes, yeah, please, because we know we we have two fans, and one's here and one's in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and Rich, Rich Adams. Yes, and Rich. Yes, we got two here. And yes. Eric, Eric, Eric Moore in the UK. He listens. He listens, but he he listens like long after we put out our episodes because he he doesn't like to be spoiled, and I can't blame him. Oh right, I think when we did Mad Max, he was like, I haven't seen it yet, so he's he was waiting. Yes. So, uh, in the future. Hello, Eric. So, <laughs> all right. So this is this is our uh, rating system going forward, hopefully. And if you if you have any comments, please uh, leave us a comment on Facebook. Nobody ever comments us on Facebook. No one ever like leaves us little messages. Like, how do we? It makes me wonder how do we have 179 fans if no one comments? <laughs> no, I, 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 I <laughs> we we did our anniversary show. This is going off on a tangent. We did our anniversary <laughs> show last night for. Uh, for uh, uh, Star Wars and characters, 150th anniversary, 150th episode, and everybody was saying, "Oh, we love all the Neozo shows. We love an Indian character and Muppets a character." <laughs> yeah. Not one person said anything about past the popcorn. Nobody said anything about Not that. Not a soul. Not, a, Not soul. a soul. So me and Tim cried for a little bit last night. We did. We hugged each other through the internet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so please show us show us a little if if you like us a little bit show us a little bit of like please comment like just leave anything you want put pictures yeah. up if you go to the movies take a photo of what you're seeing where you're at and, and what you're eating something yeah take a take a picture of your movie theater the, the, whatever movie theater you go to take a picture we love seeing pictures of movie theaters even if it's a Regal or an AMC or a Carmike if it's a porn theater yeah f- film it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yes, show us what you're watching and show us what you do when you watch. <laughs> oh. All right, so this is oh, damn it. I already lost it. This is our new rating system. I'm almost done. All right, so down, this actually. goes from zero, zero to five popcorns. Zero total worthless shit. Waste okay. of time. There's been a waste lot of, of money. Yes. There is nothing redeemable about the film. And that's a rarity. We we very rarely give anything a zero. True. One. One is bad, but it has a moment or two that uh, that are like okay, you know, like Transformers, the last Transformers movie. I'd give it a one, but there were some cool stuff in that movie. Uh, two popcorns, not good. 
but still has a few quality aspects such as good scenes or actors. Um, I'm, there's there's a lot of movies out there that you know the act the actors are good, and there, there's a there's a great scene in it, but overall the movie is just kind of like eh. right. For a lot of people, that might be the Phantom Menace. <laughs> right. Uh, three entertaining. No need to see again. You went there, you saw, you were entertained, you walked out with a smile on your face, but you never need to see it again. Remake of Total Recall. Perfect example. Yeah, okay. I I agree with that. Uh, Four, a fun, entertaining movie, worth the admission price, warrants multiple viewings. Uh, What would would, uh, a movie like this? Mad 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 Max Max make it five. Mad Max for some people. For other people, maybe like Captain America 2. That was that was probably a 5 for me. That, I would have given that a 5. Captain yeah. America 1. And 5 is an instant classic. 5 instant. is like the best. In- immediately. As soon as you see it, it's a classic. Yeah, you you want to see it again, you want to own it, you want to you want to get it on laser disc. Uh, you need the VHS copy in mint condition. Instant classic. Jaws. Instant classic. Right. 5 popcorns which they're actually re-releasing that on june 21st or something for the um, 40th anniversary and i i definitely have to see that i'm, I'm going to yes, that's going to be a fathom event so yeah, yeah. it's going to be one of those special viewings i can already say five popcorns yes i'm, I'm gonna say six <laughs> yeah we should we should and six is for something that goes beyond classic yes yes beyond so so hopefully we'll we'll post this list on facebook and uh, whenever you see a movie, you yourself can rate the movie that you just saw with your your popcorn rating, whether we've talked about it or not. So we welcome you to join us in our second year on it, Pass the Popcorn. It will be really cool, which we could probably do it, but we'll probably forget. If the fans out there, after they, after they see the movie, I'm sure you have five kernels left in your bag or your bucket. And maybe you could just like take a photo of how many popcorns <laughs> the movie you just saw was and tell us what the movie was. Yeah, exactly. You know, just 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 for shits and giggles, so we can see what you guys like and hate. Don't show us shit. Show yeah. us giggles. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. No. It's we we're dude. Our first year, you know, Chris and I were we're getting our, our feet wet and and figuring this out. The second year, we really want to grow and we really want people to pass us the popcorn so we can pass it back to them. So yes. this is the, this is the year of the popcorn passing. <laughs> be a lot of popcorn going on here. Yes. So today we, uh, the, the, the summer movie season is in full swing. Uh, so today Chris and I are going to talk about eight movies. Four of them. We have both seen. And then I saw another four movies. Yes. On top of them. Tim, four. Tim sees, Tim sees a lot more than I do, but he sees shit that I don't know. I'm like, what? What's that? Who? Huh? <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I, I try to see as much as I can, but, you know, it's hard. I have, a, I have a lot more spare time. And also, uh, Chris is, is limited in, in his uh, theater options uh, just, just by area and uh, in circumstance, whereas... I live in a city, so and with a lot of movie theaters and a really good film community. So I'm, I, a lot of these movies are much easier for me to see than for Chris to go and see. So, and, and I know, I know, if I live like in you know in a, like a city like in like 
New York or like a, a big area, man. And if if I didn't have any responsibilities or anything going on, I'd be I'd be there constantly. I'd be there like I'll, I'll see anything, anything and everything. I I'm lucky to have the combination of I have a lot of days off daytime. Like I work nights sometimes, so during the day. I can go to a movie and right across the street from where I work is a movie theater. So there's a lot, I have a lot of options uh, in terms of how I can go say, I also don't have kids. So, uh, you know, know, there's certain movies that you don't want to bring your kids to that. And Chris usually goes to the movies with his one of one or both of his uh, offsprings. My um, son, Luke, he's always tagging along. wants to go wherever I go. My daughter, Caitlin, sometimes if she wants to see it, she'll go. If not, she's, "Ah, I don't care. Yeah. So, so, all right. So we eight right. movies. Let's let's go over. These are I'll will talk. Let, let me just say the four that I've seen that we're just going to talk about briefly, and then we'll talk about the four that we're both are, are going to talk about in detail. Okay. Uh, for me, the D Train, starring Jack Black, Child Forty Four, uh, Lambert and Stamp. <laughs> yeah, child, well, trust me, Child Forty Four is just you know. yeah. Lambert and Stamp, which was a documentary about the Who. It was. It, We'll talk about it. And It Follows, which is sort of a callback horror movie. Which I wanted uh, to see that one out of those four. That's when I was like, oh, I should. And then Dave said last night, oh, I would have went. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Why are you yeah. telling me that, you know? And the the four that, that both of us have seen over the past couple weeks, Pitch Perfect 2, Tomorrowland, Poltergeist, and San Andreas. Yes, just saw that yesterday, actually. All right, let's do Pitch Perfect 2 first. All right. Let me bring up the um, trailer. And I think this is the third time I've heard this trailer in like a week because we're yeah. trying to record this thing. So one more time, Pitch Perfect 2. With feeling. <laughs> we are coming to you live from the nation's capital where the Barton University Bellas are performing for the president of Australian. Who run the world? Who run this mother? 
inspiration to girls all over the country who are too ugly to be cheerleaders. Did you hear that whole thing, Timmy? Oh, come on. Tim! Tim! <laughs> Hello? What are you doing? Sorry, I, I mute I mute my microphone during... Uh... Oh my god, I thought I lost you! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh. I had actually started talking too. And <laughs> oh, you forgot to turn it back on your mic? I forgot to turn it off on mute, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, alright. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no! It's the third time I heard that. Yeah, I, um, I uh, just a uh, just a quick editorial. If I think you need to hold your microphone closer to the speaker on your phone. Oh, for real? Cause I thought, yeah, it, it was a little quiet. I was but, holding it away because I thought it was kind of too loud next to the mic. But all right, nah, nah, just I mean, you can hold it a little closer, but yeah. Not, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, Pitch Perfect two. Um, what did you think of the first one? I think I enjoyed it a lot because I didn't really know what to expect from it. And after I saw it, I was like, wow, that was pretty darn good. Yeah. the I remember the first one. I remember telling people, oh, my God, that looks like the dumbest movie ever. Because I, I think the first one, they, I, I was expecting the, the original to be kind of like kind of like a semi-serious teen movie, like not, not a snarky movie like it turned out. Like I was expecting to be like, uh, like Step Up or um, Drumline or or one of those movies that are basically just like overly just stupid and and immediately forgettable. But the original Pitch Perfect was really funny because there was a lot of dirty humor, a lot of you know uh, irreverent kind of self bashing humor, especially with like Fat Amy and that kind of stuff. Right, and, uh, and th- this was Dave's one of Dave's like favorite films, and he was dying to see Pitch Perfect too. Yeah. And I asked you just today, finally listened to the, our Avengers episode with him on it, uh-huh. and, and we asked him, "What, what movie are you are you dying to, to see next?" And he said, "I am definitely seeing Pitch Perfect too. As of last night, he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> he has not seen it. <laughs> he does not want to see it because he said it's missing what the first one had, and a lot of the actors aren't like in it long enough to to enjoy." It's all about Fat Amy now, almost, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, bit. I mean, she's she was kind of the breakout star of that one, and so they they wrote her in more. And they actually, Anna Kendrick, who is the star, sort of seemed like she was sort of pushed off to the side in this one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I just, <laughs> I just got a picture that that Luke drew. Did he did did he draw this up himself? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. It looks really, really it's good. A, it's he, anatomically correct. He only has five teeth, and his earlobe is sticking out of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, you did you did give birth to the elephant man. So that's cute. That's cute. I'm sorry. All right, I'm back. Here we go. <sighs> so, so Anna Kendrick was sort of pushed off to the side, and. So yeah, this really was more the Rebel Wilson, Fat Amy movie. Because the the um, first one is what made her made her big. N- no pun intended. Like that's what made her. <laughs> it was it was a combination of, uh, um, brides bridesmaids, and then when this came out, it was like, oh, there she is again. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it it was 
this one looked funny, but when we saw the movie, I I think I think the first one wasn't trying to be funny. It, it was just so good, and this one was trying so hard that some scenes weren't that good. Yeah, this one didn't didn't have as as many laughs. I think the funny the funny stuff was mainly um, between uh, Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins, the, yes. the commentators. Those those two are really funny. And John Michael Higgins is just funny in general. He is funny in, in everything he's in. Yes, he he is always bringing his um, comedic performance on, and he's yeah. always good. And and also Keegan Michael Key, who oh yeah, Life is really funny. Yes, he was really funny in this. Really he's, in, he's in two. He's in two movies that were. He's in, we're going to be talking about two movies that he's in. Yeah, it's true. He's in another movie. Katie Seagal, um, um, Peg Bundy's in it. And yeah. I, I saw some like stuff online, like she's like singing, like I guess there's like a whole deleted scene with her in the movie that wasn't in the movie. So I was kind of hoping to see her singing. It seems like there's pro- they they it seemed to me like they filmed a lot of stuff because there's a lot of things that didn't match up, and there's there were storylines that seemed to be very short and condensed that I think they filmed a lot more. Right. So when the when the Blu-ray comes out, I think you're going to see a lot of deleted scenes. And, and I have a feeling in the deleted scenes are going to be funny. But I will say one scene that was not deleted that cracked me the fuck up was the sing-off at David Cross's house. Uh, is that David Cross? Yeah, David Cross's right. house. That was my favorite part of the whole entire movie was David Cross, just what he was saying and how he was moving and, <laughs> the act- funniest, and acting. Yeah, The funniest line that he had. Was he 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 had the, he had this gong. It was like yep. the gong show when you you had to basically you had to he, he gave you um, song themes that they had to sing in acapella. And there were all these different acapella groups. One of them was the Green Bay Packers, which I thought was also very funny. Um, and and there were a lot of great cameos in that scene too. Like used John John Hodgman and all sorts of people were in that scene, but he was trying to hit the bell and he couldn't lift the, the, the gong up. Yes. And he's like, he's like, ow, uh, it's so heavy. I hurt my arm. I was saluting the flag all day. <laughs> Which, he, he made me laugh a lot during that scene. Yeah. He was really funny. And there were, there were, and, and again, this movie had a lot of funny things in it. Like the, the, the German DOS sound machine, I thought were great. And I thought everybody in that was funny. And the music was really good. It's just it was a little disjointed in terms of story. Yes, I agree. And it was missing like that Skylar Aston guy who played Jesse, big part in the first one. But this one, he was just and it maybe he was just there here and there and in the background. Yeah. And I didn't like him in the background. I wanted him to be you know part of the of the of the leads. But and Adam Devine, the guy who played Bumper, yeah, who was the. The, the I guess the the enemy in the first one he he was he's in this and he has some he has some funny stuff that he's in, that that he does in this and I know it's it sounds like we're saying a lot of really great things about this movie and a lot of not so great things and that's kind of what this this movie is it's a it's a mishmash of fantastic genius stuff and letdown stuff it's like yeah it's like fifty fifty I will say Brittany Snow oh yeah. She has like kind of a weird schnoz. She's got a she's got a strange strange look to her, but she is so damn cute. I always had a thing for Anna Kendrick, even from the um, Twilight years and stuff. Oh well, yeah, I mean Anna Kendrick is cute, but she's just I'm a, 
I'm a Britney Snow man. Yes, it, 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 it's funny, but it was missing what the first one had. I think a little bit. Yeah, the first one, the first one kind of was a surprise hit. It was sort of, it sort of came out, and it's and especially for people like me who went into it with very low expectations. And I think I saw it like weeks after it came out because I was like, this movie is going to suck. And I was just like, I was going to work one day. I'm like, you know, I got there to go to the movies early. I'm like, oh, well, this is playing. I haven't seen this. I'll go see it. Right. And I came out of it loving it. And uh, this one, I went into it expecting it to be good. And it was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't the first one. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's 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 not going to be the one you're going to go back to and watch over and over again in the future. Well, you just described like five of your of your ratings here. You said some stuff. I want to hear what what pop given it due to your new rating system, Timmy. In the new rating system, it's just below three. I would give it. I would give it two and a half. Oh. Two and two and three quarters. Two and three quarters. It's it's so almost saying, it's it's almost it's almost there at the three, but not quite. So, but you're saying it's not good, but has a few good quality aspects. This is good act scenes and or actors. It has a lot of it. it it's all it's it's right there, just below three, I, just below three. I am I am actually going on, a, on uh, lower than that. I am going just below two. I gave it one and a half. Ugh. Cause just for the whole David Crosser, but the rest of the movie to me, I just just didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't liking it as much as the first one. Maybe I was just um, hoping more from it, and I was and I ooh, and I was let down from it. I think. So well, what about the music? What about all the songs and stuff? Ah, yeah, the, the whole David Cross stuff was was great. <laughs> that and the gong and his beard and he was on that little scooter thing going around. Funny. Yeah. But I'm giving it one and a half. It's just below maybe one and three quarters. This butterest buttery popcorn ever golden and it tastes good and it just like melts in your mouth that's what i'm giving uh pitch perfect to okay okay all right let's get to our next one tim which jeff mcgee was going to be on to help us talk about it but due to my you know shitty system here and he's actually uh he's at a, a trivia night tonight trivia night yeah so here we go let's bring up the trailer for Tomorrowland today. Right to the mic. When I touched this pen, I saw this place. Anything was possible. And then it was gone. What do you want? I want you to take me to the place I saw when I touched this. Where'd you get that? I know that you were there. Who are you, kid? They followed you here? Yes. 
makes you look so damn good <laughs> yeah and i i liked this movie uh, and uh, there, there was it didn't meet expectations i went into it really expecting i had i really high hopes for this movie and i did like it but it didn't quite meet the expectations mainly because you say the word the name brad bird yeah and i'm just like holy shit brad yeah. bird. this yeah. is gonna be this is gonna be something else and this was a movie that was very ambitious. I will say that uh, it was a movie that could have been great. Um, I think um, this movie suffered. I, I, I follow uh, this guy on Facebook. His name's Charles Lippincott. He's uh, he was the marketing director for the original trilogy of Star Wars movies, and uh, he was talking. He he would post a lot about this movie about how like it would just had poor marketing and. And that was part of what hurt this movie financially. And I think it had to do a little bit with marketing. But the movie itself, I think, had a, a lot of letdowns in it. Right. It didn't it didn't fully deliver what you were expecting going into it. I was actually thinking it was you know, like I guess it had to do with a lot of the um a lot of the, the, the Disneyland stuff and everything. And I thought yeah. it would be more about, I guess True story stuff about it, but I didn't really know what to, what to expect when I saw it. But I love Clooney; she was great. I love I, yeah. I love her a lot, and the effects to me were just amazing, like really so, good. Yes, like so damn good. When the, when he's being when in his house and they're all coming to the get him, everything's happening, and and that 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 black hole machine that she grabs and throws her over the guy, and he vanishes. And oh yeah, yeah, like everything that was such a great effects were amazing, but for me, I just got lost in the story, like not knowing what was where, who was what, and why was who, and who's where, and when's why. <laughs> there's there's a point in the movie, and, and we'll get to that. There's a point in the movie where it just the movie just falls apart. Yeah, it's really great. You know, there's 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 a lot of great stuff, a lot of funny stuff in it. You know, it starts out it starts out early on, and it shows young George Clooney as a kid going to the world's fair in New York in 1964. And he has invented a jetpack, and he brings it there. And Hugh Laurie is there. He, he goes to the Tomorrowland pavilion at, at the New York state's New York world's fair, which I would love to go to. I'd love to drive over in that area and see that area. Uh, the, the world's fair has always been something that, that um, has always intrigued me. I know my parents went to it. They, they had the, they used the same world's fairground for several Fairs like 64, 68, and maybe 72. Wow, all right. Uh, so they use the same the, the same area. And I, I've always wanted to go over there. And I think my parents went in 68. Um, anyway, but uh, he goes there and he has his, his jetpack and he shows it to Hugh Laurie, who's like a judge. And uh, I guess they were 
they were using this this thing to find inventors and people with creative minds to invite them to Tomorrowland so that they can work to better the world. Uh, so he shows him the the backpack and he's like, ah, what what good's a backpack and how can the backpack change the world? And he gives him this explanation: if you see a guy flying in a backpack above you, wouldn't that make you wonder and wouldn't that fill you with hope and and uh, faith in the future? And he's like, well, I guess so. Right, right. Now, what's weird for me is this was Disney and this movie. I was so shocked was not in three D. I was actually expecting this to be in 3D because they even they even put this out in IMAX. Yeah, and it wasn't. I couldn't believe all the effects and the flying and the, and the, the, everything that's going on. This is a perfect Disney 3D film. I wonder. I wonder if it was planned in 3D and then scrapped at a certain point to keep maybe the budget was ballooning or or what have you, or maybe that the test audience were saying. Yeah, and they and I think they they probably had an idea that people were not going to be heading out to this movie in droves. Well, so. I I think they were totally right because after Tomorrowland's opening was not that great, they canceled an upcoming movie. Started they were gonna like it's already it was already gonna be like made in the works. Everything they was it was it, the ball was rolling and they stopped it. They canceled. It's not gonna happen. The sequel to Tron. Yeah, which blows. Um, yeah, because I really liked. I was gonna say the first one. I really liked the reboot of Tron a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's it's strange to think that because this movie underperformed. I think I think in the end it's gonna make its money back. It's they're not gonna. I don't think Disney's gonna lose any money. Right. But it kind of seems like Disney is pulling back from their original properties and sort of now focusing just on. The other things that they own, like Star Wars and Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, and Pixar, those yeah. they're 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 focusing less on like creating this, their own this, material. This movie, you're right, really could have been so much better, and they 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 could have brought more to it. And it's kind of sad because it, it had potential, but it just like for 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 Brad Bird, it just like dropped the ball somewhere in the in the movie, you know. I think this is where it, it dropped the ball is they get is when when Clooney and the girl go to Tomorrowland. They get they, they figure out how to get to Tomorrowland. And they never really show you the Tomorrowland. They get there and it's all it's they're they're all interior and then they immediately go to Hugh Laurie, who is I guess technically the bad guy. Wasn't it all run down? Like everything was like growing trees around it it was all like it looked all broken down and run down did it i'm I, that, that i must have missed that i must have missed that completely because when they were outside it, it looked deserted it looked like the walking dead kind of thing kind of yeah i i must have, that must have just went way over my head or i went out to use the bathroom or something and i i just missed it and it and it and then they they sort of explained what was going on they were closing they were closing tomorrowland off to earth Tomorrowland is it was not the future. I think that's what confused some people. A lot, a lot of people said thought they was they were going into the future, but Tomorrowland was like this other dimension. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't get it. I thought I thought it was like in the future, and the future looked like shit. I'm like, and wow. They, and they were they were and they they use the 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 World's Fair and other methods to find people to bring to Tomorrowland to show them, 
you know, to help them develop things that they could use to uh, better the world. And um, and and at the beginning of the movie, they they sort of show that the that the Earth is running out of ideas, and they sort of piggyback that on NASA shutting down their uh, space program. There are, are actually NASA shutting down launches of their own, which I don't necessarily agree that that's a bad thing in terms of creativity. That, that just pushes the creativity elsewhere. But they were basically saying that they, they had been sending Earth clues as to its demise and what was happening is Earth, rather than trying to figure out how to fix the problem, were basically figuring out ways to make money off of their own depending apocalypse, their own Armageddon. Rather than avert it and try to not be destroyed, we were just making money off of it, making disaster movies and all that sort of stuff and monetizing it. And um, that's why they, they were like, well, these, this dimension obviously has no creativity. And that's why they shut it down. That was that was the whole. There was it was this whole conversation between Hugh Laurie and George Clooney, and that was the whole message of the movie. And it went way over people's heads. It went it went way over my head the first right. time I saw it. I was like, "What the heck just happened?" Mine it's too. Over. But I want to know. I want I want you to, to tell all of our fans out there, all two of them. What did you tell me about Britt Roberts Robertson, the actress? Uh. <laughs> She likes to wear tight sweaters. Yes, she does. And, and I am not going to complain. I, me neither. There's something about her that she... I think you said that she... Well, I know. I, there's there's two things about her that we, are fantastic. <laughs> we like In the movie, we all think she's maybe like younger than what she is in real life, but what she had on, it's showing you, no, no, no. She's, mm, she's, she's, she's not... Yeah, she's a woman, yeah. I like. Her. I'll tell. I'll tell you who else had. You know, this is just two guys talking here because no one listens to the show. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who else had a pretty banging rack. Catherine Hahn. Yeah, a little. She bit. was wearing. Uh, for uh, they were trying to make her and Keegan Michael Key. This is the second mention of them. They they run this like collectible shop. Which they were trying was, to make her look homely, but for some reason she was wearing a wonder bra, push up bra. That scene was. I I think maybe. Besides when they're being attacked in his house, that scene in the comic book store, all the Star Wars crap all around, yeah. using stuff to throw at people and block stuff and hit you with the R2-D2, whatever, that scene was really, really cool. It was a great scene. It, it was it was one of those things because we've gone to comic – you know what that place reminded me of? Except it didn't have a little guy behind the counter. It reminded me of Beachhead Comics in Allentown. <laughs> no running. <laughs> <laughs> but – uh. Yeah, but that that was a really great scene, and both of them were really Keegan Michael Key and Catherine Hahn were both really cool. It was funny, like that scene, like everything they were grabbing was like you saw. It. I was looking at the background of all the other like yeah. Star Trek, Star there's Wars. a lot of Iron Giants, yeah, and Iron incredible Giants. stuff. Yeah, it was so cool to see like the yeah. hidden Easter eggs of the other the other films that you know Disney, Marvel, Brad Bird, all it's all there, you know. Yeah, a lot of fun. It's 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 just unfortunate that the message of the movie was lost in in dialogue uh, that was just kind of like eh. right. and but I, I will say this before we give our ratings he he was talking about the um, how how can a uh, a jetpack change the world but at the end of the movie George Clooney uses a jetpack to save the world see it all comes together it all came together and oh and and the the little the little robot girl 
The little uh, British robot girl. You know what? As if it's it just me and you, Tim, talking here, I had some tears, wet eyes when her last moments were happening. Yeah, she is. She was a she. She was she was like the T one thousand early on. Like yeah. when when she was running after the car at like T one thousand speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, she was it's just it's just cool. She was just a cool, adorable little girl robot who kicked ass. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it, it was it was kind of funny. Like I guess George Clooney as a kid had a big crush on this girl, but he, I think he didn't realize she was a robot. Robot, yeah. And then the then when he got older and she came back and he saw in his eyes, like which was was kind of. Like it was kind of creepy, like seeing Clooney like love this little girl, but yeah, for different reasons. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, he was. He was. She. She was a reminder of the optimism that he had in his youth that he had lost when he, for some reason, he was he was expelled from Tomorrowland. Right. Um, and yeah, so there was, but it was, and then she she had she said her goodbyes and all that kind of stuff, and it was sad. I'm getting a little little choked up thinking about it. Um, well, I think it's time for the reviews, and yeah. because of your of your newest your, your newest reviews popcorn grade list, I might be giving it higher than I would normally give it because of your new system. So, yeah. you you first, Tim. For me, it, I, I I I saw it twice. Oh. And I saw it tw- I saw it twice because I was like, what the what the hell? How did this? Because I, I, we have to talk about these movies, so I can't. If I, I can't just come out of a movie and say, "What the hell was that?" I don't. I have no idea what happened, and then just come on the show and say, "Yeah, I don't know what happened." Yeah, George Clooney did this, and then all of a sudden it was over. So I had to go back and see it a second time, and I got two of those pins. They, they gave the little Tomorrowland pins. Pins, which I, I'm looking forward to mine. Yes, yeah, so you'll you'll get yours. Okay. Uh, and uh, but I'm, I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it three. Now see now now this breaks your review system because you saw it twice what's number three entertaining no need to see it again this one there was a need to see it again but it wasn't i wasn't going to see it again because i was really enjoyed it i'm going to i went to see it again to figure the damn thing out so i'm going to give it three okay well guess what i i have the same thing three three popcorn because of your system i was going to yeah. give it maybe a two two and a half but it was entertaining but i never had to see it again yeah, there's so, a, there was a lot of great stuff in it. Yes, uh, but again, there's just the, the 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 plot and the just got lost real fast. It's I think someone said it might have been Jeff. It, it's, he said it felt like that there was a reel missing, like someone put the film together and they left ten minutes out, and that's kind of how it felt. Like there was there, there's ten minutes somewhere floating around that that explained the movie better than how they presented it. Right, like, and I wish, I wish, I really wish he was, he, he could be on right now to tell us his side because I think he, yeah. he probably liked it more than they, we did. But it, it's 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 entertaining, comma no need again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris will not be buying this on Blu-ray. Well, I don't know. I might get it. I might get it when it's marked down like ten bucks or less. You won't buy it then. No, I I, I probably will because I wanted to see. But then the effects you would be there. seeing it again. But that's not part of it. Yeah, but, but on Blu-ray, all right? <laughs> that's that's not the same. No, it's not the same. All right. All right, our next film what is a redo, remake, retelling of one of my favorite films from the 80s, Poltergeist. I always nice. loved a huge – I was a huge fan of the original. That clown scared the shit of me. The clown's attacking me in my dreams and Jesus laughing on the side of the wall. Uh. I just – the first one, the original, really – 
freaked me out. Now let's hear the trailer for Poltergeist. Geist! He didn't know where else to go. You did the right thing coming here. Maddie was the first one to notice things. Oh. How will you get here? Who are you talking to? When was the last time you had contact with her? Before she was taken? It's a fixer-upper. All the houses are like this in our price range. Do you want to see a check? No way. <laughs> you try. <laughs> we like this house! First things first, Sam Rockwell, love him. Yes. He was right there. uh, Sam Rockwell instantly makes just about any movie a minimum two. One of my favorite films lately, and my daughter just just loves it. Whenever it's on on now cable the past month or so. The Way Way Back. Oh, my God. Whenever that is on, I just love that movie. That movie is awesome. It's just Sam, Sam Rockwell is really great. And for me... I love the original. I I said that, and I was I was comparing a lot of the scenes, the um tree and the clown and the and the other realms and the tennis balls and the, and the slimy rope and everything like that. I think that I already saw it, and maybe I was younger, and I really liked it and was scared. This one to me, I was like, I was just watching it just because I wanted to see this new Poltergeist take on it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't care what was happening, but I really wanted to still see it to, to compare with it with the other one. And a big part of it, Sam Sam Rockwell, I enjoyed it a lot because of him. Yeah, he he had some great stuff, um, and and also like I like Jared Harris and the girl, the lady who played the doctor, Jane Adams, who I've seen her in stuff, but I can't quite she, place it. I don't know if you ever watched Hung with um Thomas Jane. No, but I saw that she's on Hung. Yeah, she was like the, his friend or something. I mean, she was a big part of that show. That's where I knew her from. But she's in a she's, lot. 
she's been in a bunch of things that I've seen. I just don't necessarily remember her from those movies. She was like, she's in like eternal sunshine and happy and a few other movies I've seen, but I, I don't remember her in those movies, but in this movie is like, I was like, she's very familiar. I've seen, I've, I know I've seen her and stuff. And you know, to me, do you know how I feel about when Timothy Dalton said, Bond James Bond. Okay? Yeah. They didn't say it like, like, like Pierce or Roger Moore or Craig or anything like that. This movie to me, the, there's a scene where the, we all know the famous quote where the original, they're here. Perfect. Yeah. This one here, she's holding, she's looking at the TV, turns to her mom, they're here. <laughs> hey, I guess just, what? Yeah, guess yeah, who's yeah. here? They are. <laughs> yeah. I just, that to me, I'm like, oh, like that little, little stupidest little shit like that. Just gets under my skin. I'm like, no, it's that's not how she said it in the original. I don't, I don't like this part. Yeah, it's been, I mean, dec, literally decades since I've seen the first one, or the original, I should say. It's, it's been so long, and I, and I, and I said this last night when we were trying to, trying to record. It's been so long that I get this, I get the original mixed up with the movie Saturday the Fourteenth. One's a comedy and one's like well, a really- exactly. But when when you're when you're six or seven years old and you see Saturday the Fourteenth, the 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 comedy go went way over my head and it was all horror movie. Um, so I got the two mixed up because they were out right around the same time and they were both on HBO. It'd be like seven o'clock Saturday the Fourteenth, nine o'clock Poltergeist right. on HBO, your home box office. Well. As a kid, that scared that movie freaked me out to, to no end. Maybe yeah. a, a couple years, maybe maybe like three years ago or so, my daughter and her, her friend watched it. I was like, "You guys, this movie Porter Guys is so great." They're on the couch laughing, slapping their knees, thinking it was just totally ridiculous. And maybe that's how I look at this movie today. Like this movie to yeah. me, it does it isn't even scary. I did, <clears throat> I did jump. I really did jump, which is I don't know why I jumped. One part when the boys go into his sister's room. And he turns, and the camera angle, how it had it, the camera panned back, and there's all of his, of his comic books stacked in a pyramid. Mm. And the sound, and then they how they flap around, and they fall to the ground. I don't know why I jumped, but I did. I I liked the, I liked the, the I liked that the CGI wasn't as CGI-y, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> CJ CGIE. That's pretty good. A E I O U C G I E. Um <laughs> I liked I liked that they also because it was Sam, Sam Raimi produced it, so he had some input on some of the effects. And Sam Raimi is very creative. Now, I see, just wish he had I would I actually wish he directed this because I think if he actually directed it rather than produce it, it would have been a far scarier film. There there is one aspect of this film that I completely loved. Compared to the original, the original didn't show anything. When it showed you the other realm and the closet of yeah. all that parts, me, I was like, "Wow!" They, ne- they never doing doing to this one in the you original. Would, yeah, you saw all the souls of the people buried. Yeah, and they're pulling. Just on be the like, rope. "Oh, don't go!" Stay. Yeah, that was the like, creeping me out, and the rope was going through all the people. Like that was cool as shit. That to me was great, and. I have to bring this up. I actually talked to it today to a friend at work on because he saw it over this um, past weekend. Sam Rockwell up in the attic finds that squirrel and he comes, down, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Come, comes downstairs and he like, slams the door on himself. He comes out and he slams his body back and forth. He's pretending. He's like, ah! That's exactly something that I would do to my kids to like yeah. scare them. And it was so great. That movie it was, was like, really funny. It was yeah. funny as hell. And Sam Rockwell pulls it off. 
Yeah, it was it, it was this this movie this movie had a lot of humor to it. Uh, it had some passable effects. Yeah. It had some stuff. Had some had some older school like 1984, like the like the lightning reminded me of the Ghostbusters uh, ghost phasma chase, whatever they call it, the, the right. blasters. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, it, it just reminded me of like old school animated stuff. And there was there was computer animation and there was old school like puppets and stuff, which which I like. I liked all of that. It did remind me of a 1990s kind of horror film around yeah. 2015. Like, like thirteen ghosts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it did, it did bring back, it did bring back the eighties a little bit to you because you're right. The, the, the Ghostbusters um sparks looked yeah like was in in this movie. And and Jer- and I like Jared Harris. Jared Harris is one of those actors. And I, I don't know if you're a Jared Harris fan, but I I, I, I like him in just about anything he's in. He I do too. I I've been seeing him a lot lately and stuff. And you know he has a cool accent. And the whole part where he makes it, he's a, a reality TV show, so yeah. goes, like like Ghost Hunters. <laughs> Hashtag and, this house is clean. Yeah, and that's what yeah. the little midget lady in the original. This yeah. house is clean, and that's creepy as hell the way she said it. Which yeah. with Chrissy can do that voice. So good, so good that I hate it. Did you did you guys do this on the Grady's? We did. Okay, we did. So for look- for those for those of you out there, if you want to hear more about Poltergeist the original, yes, go to go- the Grady's episode something or other from like ten years ago. I'm sure. <laughs> yes, it was it was good. I really liked it. With a scary note, my 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 wife Kelly, who hates horror films, we actually. I didn't force her or make her go, but we kept asking her, "Come on, just come with us. It's gonna be stupid." She, she finally, "All right, I'll see it with you." She was a mess. She's hiding her eyes. She's yeah. covering her face. She's jumping in her seat. The whole squirrel when that thing popped out, she screamed like she just saw her kid get murdered. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but it was funny seeing it, and it was just us four. It was it was me, Kelly, Caitlin, and Luke, and, and the whole theater. That was it. Like, like at four o'clock yeah. show. Yeah, it was. It and was this there. was PG thirteen, right? I believe so. Yes, I think. There's one f bomb. I'm guessing. I forget who who says it, but I th- think it was the doctor Jane Adams. I think she said it. Maybe, maybe it's it's. I am going first because I'm using your system, and okay. I'm I'm really trying to to do what the system is. I'm giving it two and a half because it was not good, but still had it has a few quality aspects. It had such and it's yeah. great scenes, good actors. And it was entertaining, and I wouldn't need to see it again. But I really—it's—it's it's between those two for me. Two and a half popcorns, big, fluffy, buttery, mouth-watering popcorns. I yeah, I, I got to put it in the two and a half range. Also, it was oh, okay. uh, Sam Rockwell was great, Jared Harris was was good, and and the effects were so varied that you know you you could tell they were they were they brainstormed creativity so it didn't rely on too much on one type of effect or another it was a nice mix of effects but overall the movie wasn't scary and you know me i, I originally wasn't going to go see this because yeah, i true. don't see horror movies right. but i saw it because i was like you know what i PG like sam rockwell it's pg-13 how scary well and, and, P- and honestly when you say horror movie and you put the word pg-13 or the, the rating pg-13 after it that immediately i'm like fuck that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The the little girl, the 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 little girl who played their youngest daughter, she was really cool. That that little kid was really cool. She was. I hope to see her in more stuff. Hope she never grows up. Yeah, you know, she's she she was like perfect as a six year old. Isn't it weird though? Like, I'll be honest, man. If I if my daughter was an actress 
and she was casting Poltergeist. You know how much I would like dread it and almost not have her be in it because of the first Poltergeist the, curses. Yeah, the, uh, the curse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, God bless. I was, I was okay. thinking about that. I was like, I was like, I hope, I hope this little girl doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a weird thing, but. And, you know, it pays the bills, so I guess I guess yeah. they they signed her up on it. But it, it was, it was it's just two and a half. And the whole tree thing to me made me laugh. The whole thing, yeah, the tree thing. It, oh, it reminded was, me of like Harry Potter. There's a whole yeah. It comes down the stairs, it grabs a kid, and then the parents come home. I got a few scenes that kind of pissed me off. The parents come home, see their son hanging in the tree, and they didn't even like uh, put the car. They, they they didn't even see him like holy shit! Oh my god! Like they yeah, they're like yeah, they they put put up to the yeah, and then another thing that really apply the brake slowly. Yeah, put, put it, it into park. Put it park parking brake. The unlock the doors. Yes, open the doors. Hold on, honey, we gotta lock this so no one no one breaks in. Son, yeah. Another part that really got on, on me and Kelly's nerves big time was your your daughter's missing. She's in the TV set somewhere. She's 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 in another dimension. Sam Sam Rockwell and the wife didn't really seem like they were so upset, and he even made like. Well, what about that scene? It was in the previews. Like we just want our daughter back. That yes, that made me cry a little bit. But the part where he's on the steps, hey, you guys want some sandwiches? I'm like, I just didn't. They 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 didn't seem emotionally distraught that your daughter is in a TV set. No, he was he was being sarcastic, right? Well, you guys want some sandwiches? Wasn't he being sarcastic when he said no, that? No, that was another scene where on the camera. The kid's filming something, and something happened. He said, well, did you get that on that high-quality camera? And he walked away. Mm. He was oh, on the that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on the steps. You know, I just, if my daughter's in a TV set, I would be I would be going nuts. I would be sitting down being on calm. But that scene where he was crying, that was that was a great scene. Yeah. The little girl, you know what other movie she was in? Yeah. What's that? Well, we might have to do a, we might have to do an audio commentary come this holiday for uh, on Pass the Popcorn. Jingle All the Way 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. Oh my god! I haven't seen that. I mean, that would be I cool. I haven't to, seen it either, but that would be cool to do live. Like we, we could do it and watch it and actually, like, what the hell? What the fuck is this? Where's Arnold? All right, let's go to our next film. Tim came out Friday. Friday, big smash, like fifty-six, I think something. Really? Big. Yeah, it was a really big, big movie with a big, big solid as a rock. Big dude called San Andreas. Let's play a trailer. Here we go. The Rock. Chief Gaines, you have over 600 documented rescues. That's pretty impressive. Harrison said you're taking off for Blake for a few days. Yeah, tomorrow I'm going to drive her back up to school. I can't believe she's in college already. I know. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. Hi. Everything okay? I wanted to tell you I was sorry for how I acted yesterday. No, Ray, really. No, Emma. Emma. Emma.
chunk of land will be decimated. Are you saying the whole San Andreas fault might go off? We can't prepare for it. It will be a global event. Yes, I'm telling you right now. I don't care. I don't care about, about what anyone says. This movie to me, my my eyes were tearied for a long time in this in this movie. This was a movie, and I and I think we we may have even said it in the in, on past episodes. And I know I've said it to you a couple of times, where I was expecting this movie to be total total shit. shit and i totally agree i was expecting this thing it's the rock i'll see it looks like shit hercules was not that good shit he's no. made is not that good but the emotion in this movie it's stupid the whole story it's a dumb movie it's a dumb it's, movie yes, let's story stupid the acting's kind of lame and the dialogue's kind of lame but the effects it's just non-stop debris and mm-hmm. buildings falling and water coming and people dying and it's just a great movie. I really yeah. love this movie. This movie basically reminded me of, remember the movie Day After Tomorrow, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal where the word freezes? That and 2012 is what this one reminded me of. Yes. Though Both of those movies blew. But yes. this movie, they finally got the formula right. It was basically the same exact fucking story. Same story. Same everything. And how many movies have you seen that Hoover Dam, Break and Burst, and, and Overflow? Yeah. It's that you you've seen that before, but this movie everything's so great. It's such a great movie. I I was I was teary eyed the whole every time he would yeah. talk to his wife or daughter. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was a mess. I was a complete mess. Yeah. And that the, the opening scene reminded me of, um, uh, Cliffhanger. Yeah, you're and not part of me part of me die. wanted yeah. part of me wanted her to die because I, I i thought okay that would that would be a cool thing to have to have him be this guy like stallone and go out there and try to save someone and someone dies and he that and that and they, they could have done that where someone dies that's, that's why i thought it was going to happen to the to the to the other uh helper guy the guy from yeah Arrow. i thought he was going to die yeah, yeah I, I thought that the girl was going right. to die and, and he was going to be stuck there and he'd be and then that's what broke apart his marriage and then he's down He's in that's like three years later. Uh, but I'll tell you, it, I'll tell you if that, if I was that girl, I'm yeah. trying to put this in a way that doesn't make me sound completely gay. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> if I was that girl, the girl in the car, not myself, not a heterosexual male. And he just saved me like that. As soon as we got on What'd you that do? goddamn helicopter. Yeah. I would give up my black cherry to the that guy. 
I'd be like, dude, you just saved my ass. Now you get to fuck it. <laughs> I didn't think any of that. <laughs> but was that would have been a good if when they, when they make the porno version of this movie, that's what's going to happen. She's like, it, you just saved my ass. Now you get to fuck it. It would be it'll be called San Anus. I don't know. <laughs> Sandy's anus. <laughs> if her name's Sandy, that that's just creepy. That's I you know what I I drove I drove quite a distance to this movie. I I, I I've been I've been looking to find little off the beaten path movie theaters that are within like a 90 minute drive of, of where I live. And I drove out to see it in this little movie theater that was built in the 1930s, about an hour, about an hour and 20 minutes away from my house. And then, and I saw in this little tiny theater, but there were a lot of people there and they were really loving it. And it was a one screen theater. It was, but the place had probably like 250 people in there. Did you notice and, though, did you notice any opening yeah. when this, when the girls, when Sandy, when she's, she's driving around and she's reaching in the back for her water bottle, not paying attention to the road. Nothing happens. Then, yeah. then, then she gets a text, and she's text reading into her text and doing a curve, and every car's coming to her. If, if nothing happens. That was funny because you, you, I, could, I could hear people in the theater going, what? Oh, <laughs> and, then, and then this happened. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it happened, and then everything goes but on. What was, what, what was, oh, it was a, it was a rock slide. It wasn't, it wasn't even anything that was her fault. It was no, a rock slide. Just, just a rock slide, and her, yeah. car got, her car got knocked down. What what kind of message is that to tell kids? It's like, hey, listen, don't yeah, drive, don't don't drive drive near rocky roads. Yeah, don't drive where where rock slides are. You get knocked over, but text and find your water bottle all you want. <laughs> right, exactly. But then you know, fate had it, and the rock saved her, saved her ass. And then guess what he got to do? Hold on, I'm guessing he was inside it. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about his daughter. Since we're talking about, it's going to be hard. For me, uh, talk oh, about oh. <laughs> because mine is in the room. Okay, but go ahead. But I know exactly exactly what you. <sighs> this girl was a vision, a vision. Vision, and, vision is not even the highest way to put it. She, yeah. something, everything from the top of her, the, the hair on top of her head to her pinky toenail. She was very top heavy. I don't know how she could how she could stand stand upright. I had no and idea. They, they took, and they took they took a lot of uh, there was a lot of screen time to pretty much show that this girl was stacked, way in doubt. Yes, and if you if you've seen the the first season of True Detective, she's on this, and Which you I, get to see her in all her glory. I knew I knew her, but I just couldn't say, "Oh, where's this girl?" I knew that, and you're like, "Chris, come on, True Detective, Woody Harrelson." <laughs> I'm my like, God! I'm like, no way! That's her! Oh my God! She's she's this this girl's almost thirty, Ow. but she's playing like a seventeen year old in this movie. Yes, and there's something everything every moment that you see her in the movie was a a lovely moment to yeah. see. And she was and she was actually really good. I mean, she was tits good. Aside, tits aside, no, bring them back. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad they were there, but she was. Actually, uh, a, she was a, she was a strong character. She was the, she was the person who she was able to save herself. She wasn't constantly a damsel in distress, which right. I liked. Right. And she was saving these two guys, these, this this kid and his older brother, which was great. And yep. it was it was everything was so like there's nothing. Oh, I, I was kind of upset that um, 
I want to say his name is Ion. Oh, Ian. Yeah, they, uh, Mr. Fantastic from Fantastic. Yes, he's on Forever Show, which got canceled. Love the guy. But why was he such a dick in this movie? He pushed his. He didn't come back for his the, the for the girl's daughter. He got some yeah. guy. He threw some guy onto the debris, and he was holding on. He was killing people left and right. He was just so. He was so mean. They made him, but they made him seem to be very nice at first. They yeah, was like, that's why I didn't was, get it. Yeah, it was almost like all, all of a sudden on a turn of a dime, it's like, oh, this guy's a dick. Yeah, I, di- I didn't quite like it. And Dave said last night, Carla, good, yeah, good, good, yeah. Well, she's she's a, how old is she? Uh, she's she's probably what forty. She, she's forty three. Forty three. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She always is amazing. Yes. Ever since I first saw her in, what is it? Uh, the son-in-law. Spy Kids. Uh, okay, yeah, son-in-law. I guess you're right. Is it son-in-law? Uh, she. Oh, I'm. I'm like looking. At, I'm looking at all her like old. T- she was on an episode of The Wonder Years. Davis okay. Rules. All right, help me out here. Man of Steel. Who's she? Where in, we at? Who's she in that? Hold on. Where are we at? Man okay. of Steel. When did When did Man of Steel come out? 2011. Yeah, uh, thirteen, two thousand thirteen. Man of Steel. Who who was she in that? Oh, she was a voice. I think Ke- was Kellor the. Oh, Kellor. Yeah. Was that the Was that the robot? I don't know. I guess I don't know Kellor. I'll have to she, that up. I love her. I love her either. Yeah, way. she's love, really great. I love the Rock either way, and the two of them together, they're both handsome, gorgeous people. So you know why the daughter's so goddamn at you. Mm-hmm. Adorable, stupid stuff's falling down. You know, yeah. the, these two aren't dying, but stuff's boats are going over them through the windows, yeah. and they're they're hanging on. Defies the laws of physics. Yes. this is this is a perfect example. I, there's there's a, there's a movie that last year that I gave a higher rating than maybe it should have gotten, just based on the the just based on the movie itself. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I said, you check your brain at the door. Yeah, this, this is. Yeah, and and there are certain movies you just. You just can't question everything. And this is one of those movies where you just have to check your brain at the door. Sit back. Enjoy your popcorn. Enjoy your cherry Coke. Have a good time watching this movie because that's what this movie was designed for. And it delivered. It definitely did. Even though the effects, when they're on that boat and they're like <laughs> driving the- around and going up that big wave. Yeah. It's beyond, you know, boats are falling behind him. And then that big tanker with all the crates. <laughs> the crates yeah. are right by him. And the rock. It's impossible. Everyone would die. But, like you said, put your brain on the door. And it's just a great, great popcorn film. And I'm so glad that it was so good because it looked so bad. <laughs> it looked horrible. It looked horrible. But, again, it, this, this shows you this shows you the, the, just the charisma and the likability of The Rock. Yeah, The Rock. This, this, guy, this guy is great. I mean, we, 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 gave, we gave a shitty rating to... Uh, what was it um, not Conan? What was it? what was the movie he was in last year? Hercules. 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 We give a shitty rate of that, but he was very likable in that movie, and he's likable in, in everything. He in the, is. The, the, and I always about everything. I always liked him until today because I saw that he's going to redo Big Trouble in Little China, one of my favorite films, and I just Kurt Russell to me, is, you know, that's big, big trouble in China, not The Rock. I don't like the big ass dude in that kind of movie. Guess what? Yes, uh, he's going to be awesome in that, and he's going to be awesome as Shazam, which comes out in four years. Oh, he's going to be Black Adam. That's racist. <laughs> so anyway, but I mean, he's 
I mean, the, the movie's a lot of fun. I, I, I like I like him. He has a new show on HBO, I think, this month. And I w- yeah, I saw it on a, the HBO Go app. Yeah, and I want to give you and watch it because I the Rock is a I love the Rock. He Dwayne Johnson. Yep. I mean, he's a good he's a good guy to watch, and I love this movie. I am giving it. I, I guess these four movies that we've both seen. This is the highest rated one. Yep. I am giving it a four. A really powerful popcorn for the biggest, poppiest, butteriest, saltiest, in your mouthness is pop- <laughs> popcorns. This is a great movie to watch. Enjoy your popcorn. Have fun. And look at her underwater swimming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tits. I am going to give it. No, I'm not going to give it quite four. I'm going to give it three and a half. Three and a half. It's it because I I don't feel like I need to see it again. But if it's on TV, this is one of those movies that's going to be showing. I always bring up FX. This is one of those movies that's going to be showing on a Saturday afternoon on FX. Right. And I'll be flipping those stations, and I will stop, and I will watch this movie. Um, but it's it. I, I'm not going to go out of my way to see it again. But it it is a lot of fun. If you haven't seen it yet, and and you're and you're a fan of dumb, fun action movies, and and. I, th- I would say this 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 would be good for kids over eleven. Uh, I know we talk about tits and and that kind of stuff, but there's no there's not a whole there's no real blood. Nope, not uh, at all. There's yeah, there's no there's no nudity. It's just you just see a pretty girl bouncing and underwater and stuff jiggling, and that's that's yeah. that's uh, that's all eleven year old needs. That's all a forty one year old needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, uh, yeah, for for me three, I would say yeah three three and a half. Um, see it. I want honestly see see the movie. If you go to go to a matinee, if it's play, if you have a dollar house near you in a couple weeks, see it because you'll you'll have a good time. Yes, and, you will. And get the popcorn. And get the popcorn. Support your local dollar house theater. Well, we went from four movies we both seen to Tim's batch of four that I did not see, and now it's Tim's turn to take it away. Well, I'm going to start with one movie that we didn't say, but I'm going to wait because I know you're going to see it. Another movie I did see. I did oh, see yeah. Aloha. Yes, the, the new Bradley Cooper and um, what's her name? Uh, Stone. Emma Stone. I mean, Emma Stone. Yeah. I saw that movie, but I know Chris is going to see it, and we're going to discuss that in detail next time. Uh, but I saw, yeah, I saw four movies. I saw the D Train. I gotta, I gotta bring this up now. Um, the D Train with Jack Black and James Marsden, and. It's it's supposed to be kind of a dark comedy. Um, there were there were aspects of it that were enjoyable, but there were certain aspects of it that you, that didn't necessarily need to be there. Okay, uh, and it's it's and it's hard to really say. I mean, I understand what they were trying to go for. They were trying to go for. They were trying to be a little shocking at times. Like there's a scene. Do, do you want me to tell you about it? Chris? Yeah, yeah, because, well, no. Is this, is this the whole shocking thing? Yeah. No, because I do want to see this movie in time. And I heard it's like a big, big shocker. I kind of. Uh, and and the movie would have been good. It's it, And I think it would have played to a broader audience had they just tweaked a few things around. And it's not because I'm a prude. And it's not because, and for those who have seen it or those who know what I'm talking about, it's just kind of like, it's they, they didn't necessarily need to be there in order for this movie to be made and be enjoyable. Uh, but you know, down the road, see it. Um, 
you'll probably see it on TV. You'll see it on demand or something. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it was okay. I would probably put it at two and a half. Oh, okay. Right. That's, okay. that's in the two, okay. two and a half in that somewhere in that range. If I was really to go over it, uh, child 44, which, um, I mean, with Tom Hardy and Gary Oldman, honestly, I, I can't really even give this one a freaking review because this movie was so freaking boring that I literally slept through most of it. Are you serious? Yeah, literally, it was like I, I must. I, I mean, the movie was like two over two hours. I probably slept through thirty minutes of it. Damn. This yeah, it was that it was that bad. Uh, but there was some cool like Tom Hardy, you know Joel Joel Kinnaman, who's who's going to be in uh, Suicide Squad, Numi Rapace, Jason Clark. I mean, a lot of really great actors in this movie. It's just the movie was freaking boring. It had to do with a Russian serial killer who killed children. And Russia said, no, murder doesn't happen in Russia because we're a utopian society. You know, this is during like the 1950s. Boring. <laughs> Fuck it. I think, I think I was just bored hearing that. Yeah. This one, this one, not the worst movie. It's not as bad as Hot Pursuit, but not much better. Not much better. But then again, I was asleep through most of it, so I can't really give it a rating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I, like that. Uh, I saw the movie Lambert and Stamp, and uh, this was a documentary about the Who in their early days, and it dealt with mainly their management. And I think some of these interviews, there was a there was a Who documentary that came out on TV a few years back that I think VH1 Classic Show. So I think some of these interviews were from that. Um, and if you're a Who fan... And you're interested in music history. I'm a big music history person. I do like The Who a lot. You do. You do. Um, and I was happy to see this movie. It was really interesting for me. But if you don't care about The Who or the time period, you're not going to care about the movie. So, I mean, I, it really it's it just has to do with your – you have to go into it with an interest. You can't just go into it cold and walk out of it being like, yeah. And the stamp – the uh, I, I forget his first name, but he is Terrence Stamp's younger brothers of Terrence Stamp oh. was actually in this movie. He was he 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 had a few things to say about the early days of the Who. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Terrence. It was uh, I forget what his brother's name. The the Stamp of Lambert and Stamp. Did they? But yeah, did Terrence Stamp. So he was on there going, "Yes, and I helped Delta Who in the early days, and I let Roger Daltrey stay in my flat, and blah, and I voted no confidence." Did they mention? Did it mention CSI at all? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Although CSI, I'm sure, has, has bought them, bought everybody in the Who that's still alive a few cars. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then the last movie we'll talk about is It Follows, which... Yes, which I do want to see this, and I'm, I'm sorry I actually did miss this one. Ha- it, ha- it has been out for for quite a while. Yeah, I've been looking online, uh, on, like, uh, on demand and Netflix and all that kind of crap, but nothing. It should. It'll probably be out very soon. I would think. Um, really interesting movie. Basically, the the plot of the movie is there is this thing that's out there that is out to kill, and it will kill you unless you fuck someone and pass it on to that person. And Are you then serious? it's after that person. Yeah, you basically you bang someone 
and the thing stops following you and it starts following that person. But the thing is, if it kills that person, it comes back and starts following you again. This, this, this sounds awesome. So it was really, I mean, it's, it was really, it's a throwback to like eighties movies. There were a lot of people saying it's the most original movie that you've ever seen. I disagree 110%. It is not the most original movie. It's like, it's like saying Tarantino is the most original director ever. It's derivative of everything, but that doesn't mean it's not a good movie. It really is a good movie and it's creepy and it's got, it's got a lot of John Carpenter esque aspects of it in it. Uh, the music is really great. So this, it's very stark synthesizer stuff. The creature that follows is creepy. Um, the girl in it is cute. Uh, there's all sorts of neat, just neat, neat things in this movie. And it it's, is it scary? I don't know. It's creepy. You right. do, you do get a little weirded out, but uh, I want to see it. it I wouldn't, but yeah, basically, yeah, you, 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 you pass on this thing to whoever you, you bang. And then when you bang someone to pass on to someone else and then when they bang someone it passes on to the next person, what if it's an you orgy? always have to keep looking over your shoulder because let's say it's passed on to five people and each of those five people die. You're next in line. So you're going to say like, what if it's a big orgy? Like who's a follower then? I guess let's say there are five people and insert one and insert two blank and then insert two goes and insert three blank and then insert four goes and insert three so you'd be three or four removed and part of me was like why don't they go see why doesn't why doesn't she just give it to this one guy and then he goes and he goes and finds a hooker and then later on in the movie it's like yeah she gives this one guy he willingly takes it and then goes and finds a hooker wow it, it sounds good. I mean, uh, our our buddy Richard Adams saw it and said it was, it was pretty yeah. darn cool. He really liked the um, soundtrack uh, on it a lot. So. Yeah, and and you will too if when you see this movie because it is there's a lot. It's very John Carpenter like. It's a very stark, uh, keyboardy, uh, very uh, very again very eighties like nineteen eighty four eighty five ish. Um, really good. I would give this one four. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, of, of all the movies that we've seen, this one would get the highest rating just in terms of it, it is it's it's something you haven't seen in a while. But again, it's not unique. It's just something you haven't seen in a long time. And I really enjoyed it and I had a great time. Uh, so, yeah, multiple viewings. Yes. Well, I just want to say thank you, Skype, for not failing us during this hour and a half episode. of <laughs> As far yeah. as I know, it, it recorded. It's still going. I'm going to see what happens, and hopefully this episode will be out sometime this week for the fans. Yep. And uh, what do we got coming out? We got a few movies coming out. Um, uh, Entourage comes out Wednesday. Yeah, I don't care about that. Oh, I love the show. I saw the whole season, the whole show, everything. I love Entourage. And then comes that, I, what's that, spy movie with them? Um, spy. Uh, I, I talked to someone uh, who saw an advanced screening of Spy and raved about it. Yeah, I have a problem with her. I do like her lately, but the films that she's making, like Tammy and stuff that she's making, is just Tammy not- was crap. Yeah, but Spy, I think I it'll be I good. 
because of everyone else who's in it. Well, I, I like. I, see, here's the thing: is I like the director Paul Fee. He did Bridesmaids, but he also did The Heat, and you liked both of those movies. I didn't like Heat. I liked Heat a lot, actually, but I think more for Bullock. More, I think. Yeah, I like this. Here's the, here's the buzz. This is on IMDb. Arriving with better trailers and stronger reviews than Tammy, this could be Melissa McCarthy's San Andreas. A clear indication of her singular movie star appeal. Much funnier than we even anticipated. McCarthy gets excellent support from Rose Byrne, Jude Law, a gay, and Jason Statham, another gay. I like him, though. Yeah. So this one, Spy, I think is going to be really good. I'm not going to see Insidious. Fuck it. Not going to see it. Uh, see I, it. I saw all the rest. I, I probably will try to catch that one. Love and Mercy, the, the Beach Boys movie, uh, Brian Wilson. I You're not going to see it. I may You're miss not. that one. You're after the but day. I will see it. I'm a, I love the Beach Boys. I'm a, I went through a long Beach Boys period where I listened to Pet Sounds over and over and over again. And I'm going to dig this movie like you wouldn't believe. And there's a bunch of other things coming out. What else? Well, June's around the corner, yeah, and, and July is coming up. So yeah, a lot of big blockbusters are, are coming up soon. So we're yeah. we're gonna have a, hopefully we're gonna have more episodes with other podcasters on with us to talk about them. Yeah. So uh, as we've said in the past, if you are a podcaster and and uh, you listen to our show and you see a movie that you'd like to talk about that we haven't talked yet about, coming going forward, let us know and we might yeah. have you on because yes, please. God damn it, we need the exposure. We need <laughs> our best our best episode to date was one of Dave and Jeff are on for the Avengers. So yeah, and the and, and our Mad Max one was also fantastic with with Lou and, and Matt from yeah yeah. So I, we I, uh, we have a lot of fun with those. So we would like to have that fun with you. Yeah. So they, so when you do when you do come on, we will say hey, podcaster person. Yes, I podcast. That's <laughs> the popcorn. Oh, certainly. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit NeoZaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.